And so just so. I want to see. I want to see too. God, I feel like I'm commanding yeah. dogs. Bad Deadpool. Good saber tooth. No, that was a moron producer who thinks he knows everything. We may have been unjustifiably shitting on Jared Leto. It's called the Suicide Squad. And you want it cuddly and fun? Really? So, we are going live. Much like Bill O'Reilly. But... This is the Purjangers and Wallhangers Media Network's 128th podcast. Wow. That many already. Yeah, man. This is the Triforce podcast with Matthew Bugrell, the madman myself. To the left, Stephen Bugrell, big brother, and one above us like the omnipresent person he always is, Christopher Bristow, the old man. And, uh, of course, we are uh, coming to you live every Monday night, as we do. You might have seen Big Brother and myself pretty frequently. Like, here on PJNWH.com, you can find our new series, Let's Play with Your Projangers. These are your projangers, us, and uh, not that dirty mind. But we're going over Elder Scrolls Online. They got a new expansion called Greymore, and we have the quite possibly the best character ever that we're working on. He's a Nord necromancer who's on a, a quest to become a vampire. Yeah. So we could check out all that. And it's a bunch of systems that we haven't done. We got dual wielding going on and all that. But we named him something so ferocious that it'll strike fear into the hearts of his enemies for yes. millennia to come. His name is Linky Doodle. No, no, <laughs> no relation to this one. No relation to this one. Completely different Linky Doodle. He plays the part of the conscience. Yes. <clears throat> Always asking for treats. Yeah. But like I, <laughs> like I said, you could find uh, Let's Play With Your Pajangers, the ESO Graymores, both episodes we did, part one and two. We go live every Saturday night. And, of course, every Sunday night, we go live on the Lug Nuts podcast, like yesterday's Lug Nuts, adequately named by Moise Walljanger, Moisel Robinson, Mustard Mobile to BMW Vibrator. And, of course, we have last week's Triforce podcast. On Sunday. AI Overlord Dan. Yes. And you can it's always hop over here, contact us, leave us your name, your email, and your message. Find us on all social media handles, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can find all of our great enhanced versions of these podcasts on YouTube with end credit scenes, special little funny segments that come on happen behind the scenes. And remember, it doesn't end until Connor says, one punch. This episode may be a couple times. You'll hear one punch a couple times. <laughs> a bunch of times. <laughs> a bunch. But that's okay. Um, and we start off this podcast every week the same damn way. Tonight, Fuzzy Darkseid, Spawn wants a Green Lantern ring, Wolfie suits up, Hideo has good news and bad news, pyromancy, chaos, and more on the Triforce podcast. And before I hop into it, I do want to go ahead and wish a very happy birthday to Spider-Man himself, Tom Holland. 
It is, okay. it is his birthday today. I saw Graham Norton posted a compilation of all the best Tom Holland interviews yeah. he had. Yeah, he's, he's very really funny. Um, check out that show. But definitely wanted to give a big shout out to Tom Holland. It's his 12th birthday. Um, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It's 24. He's 24. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's a little bit different than 12. Um Almost. But something that is coming to you is the first thing in the nerdy news, which is Attack on Titan is just unleashed a brand new trailer for season four. Um, I, of course, have loved Attack on Titan. Our Kelly, Iron Kelly, Kelly, hosted the Twitchy, Twitchy Wilson show. Watching here, Iron Kelly, have you watched any Attack on Titan? You know, every time you say his name, Every time you say his name, we need to get that sound effect from Robert Down, like from the Iron Man suit. <laughs> it's probably expensive, but I don't think we can afford that. Attack on Titan's fourth and final season is promising to plenty of action, death, and betrayal, just like everybody's come to know and love. That series has uh, also fans stoked for it, but a little bit cautious because it has been announced that Wit Studios who did the first three seasons, is not making this season. Instead, it's going to MAPPA, who, to be fair, have had a list of dozen anime under their belt. So, as we see from this trailer, you still have the great uh, battle that they alluded to at the end of last season coming to head to where you have... um, Aaron and his friends going against Mallory and finishing off this hundred-year war or so. And I just realized... A hundred-year war? It's It's been going on for a, a, Again, a lot long. no pants. Look at him. Just walking around. He doesn't have any... Not a, not a pant in the world. Yeah, not also, a yeah you want to share world. the story, though? I Is just realized that. Hang on a second, guys. <laughs> Look, there's always one thing that I forget, and it's usually to share. I'm not good at sharing. So. Sharing is caring, bro. Come on. It is sharing is caring. So one thing, I'm going to hop back here a little bit. Why are they all naked in this show? Uh, because Titans are, it's essentially people who have been morphed into these gigantic forms and they're really dumb, so they don't have any clothes. Really we see a couple dumb. of new looks for people here. Especially technology, because you see Ezra's, uh, Aaron's dad there. You see a bunch of different Titans in uh, uh, this new continent that you didn't know before. And a bunch of really solid storytelling in this anime, just in general. A lot of key moments that manga fans are just chomping at the bit to see. New characters popping up as well. If you haven't had the chance or pleasure to check out this anime, Tack on Titan is the perfect time now. It is a gory just brutal anime that is so fantastically done. It has a beautiful and epic story. So I can't wait to see the fo- the fourth and final season of this to actually pop out and uh, happen. So all those naked titans just raining down. That takes uh, the uh, uh, song Raining Men to a different level. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> it's like yeah. my favorite song. Well, you're going to love this season of Attack on Titan. It's raining, I knew you guys would do that. Raining, man. I'm so glad we did that in unison. <laughs> oh, you know I'm so excited. 
sorry. Are we just gonna I'm keep so going through eighty songs? It's all no, I was know. doing the I was doing the Saved by the Velvet ver, uh, version. That's why I was crying. Oh, oh, oh my God! I okay. completely missed that. Right. Thank God you pointed that out. <laughs> He's done. Tennis. I brought I brought it there. So, no word on a release date here, but we're going to check out for Attack on Titan, like always. Matt Man sprinkling a little bit of uh, anime news in the beginning. But uh, this one, we have seen before, but we uh, talked about it last week. Zack Snyder, the official Snyder Cut, is coming to HBO Max in 2021. Uh, reshoots, 20 to $30 million initially. I also saw some reports saying it's going to cost up to $80 million. They're, you know, sp- spreading the... Um, the sauce out there for this one. So Zack Snyder took to Twitter to show this version of Darkseid that he says is coming to HBO Max. While it is extremely fuzzy, um, he did share this on the Vimo or I'm sorry, the Vero app. And you know, it, originally when he shared it, it was in black and white. Now it's in color. Wow. So did he did he create it in uh, ESO? Is maybe that a plane of oblivion. I gotta tell you, these. I think I've been there. I've been there. Right where the cursor is, that right there. Those. What are those? Are those? Are the, is that a collarbone? Did did Darkseid break his collarbone? It's a staff. No. See the thing in his hand is a staff. Okay, that may be the staff then. See, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You can't tell. I I don't know if I like that or not. It actually looks like he's a huge nutsack hanging. Yeah, it does. He's got giant dark side. He's, he's going to have this big blurry thing. Look, maybe he's related to Thanos and his nutsack is just more pronounced. Yeah. Or or, or that just, or that kid in One Punch that's Man with, all, the, with the big chin. Yeah. <laughs> or even... Um, that's where all that money's going. They're going to have his nutsack in high definition. At Parasite Maxim, there's a guy who the parasite actually takes over his chin. So his chin just kind of spans out. Maybe some kind of weird chin thing going for Darkseid. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, two and a half years in the making, I gotta imagine that, especially that now he has hindsight to look back at what he did and course correct before everything, because he said it's going to be a completely, entirely new thing. So, we have to, I kind of gotta believe that Zack Snyder is going to at least take this time to really refine everything and really put on the polish. Okay. Um. But... The next story is once again a little bit of hope. Uh, and uh, Henry Cavill, one uh, Geralt of Rivia, is coming back as is Superman. Is he going to be Geralt? That's he's gonna not going to be Geralt. Weird. No, he's going to be Superman. Um, do you see? Wait, wait. Do you see the picture of uh, of Batman there? You see how pissed off he looks? Yeah. Because that's how, that's how pissed off he looked in the interview after that movie. Well, the Batman versus Superman. Have you ever seen the interview where he's just like Batman, so upset? Batman's always With pissed Affleck? off. Was that Batman's Affleck? always pissed off? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, Ben Affleck when he was so pissed off. Like, oh yeah. If you that video where it's like, "Hello, doctor, my old friend," and it just it zooms in on him as Henry Cavill's talking, and he's just like all pissed off. <laughs> Look, man, I'm telling you, this man had four hours of footage shot for this movie. I imagine that's why Ben was pissed off. And especially with the story later on, I think Ben has a really good reason that he's pissed off for just how he was treated with his role as Batman. 
I don't think he, he, did, he really, did a great job too. I don't think, but I don't think they did him justice. I really don't no. think that that Ben Affleck really got the dues that he or the story that we really deserved. So with this one, essentially, Henry Cavill is in talks to return as Superman, but there's a catch in there's someone always a catch. in someone else's movie. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, Deadline claims that they heard. Uh, Cavill could come back in a couple different ways, not on, not a standalone film, but there are plans to put him back in the red cape. Sources tell us that he's Batman in, in a Teletubbies movie. Not really. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'd watch that. But he's in, ter- in talks to return as Clark Kent in an upcoming DC Comics movie. Okay. Now... Deadline also reports that while Wonder Woman 1984 and Suicide Squad are done filming, and Batman, the Batman, the Matt Reeves joint, is currently filming, it seems very unlikely that we'll see Cavill in that. Now, he could appear in Shazam 2, Black Adam, or even Aquaman 2, or all the above. You know, a Black Adam versus Superman fight would be dope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And especially, you know, having him in Shazam, they, you already know you're not going to get Black Adam in Shazam too. So maybe a Shazam versus Batman. Just have Batman fuck people up. <laughs> just yeah, for exactly. no reason. I'm just here fucking people up. I'm here for two for two reasons: to fuck Lois and to fuck people up. And what? I don't see Lois. They're giving Batman a harder edge. No. Okay. But that wouldn't be Batman. You just said Lois. Just... That's why I'm shaking my head. <laughs> That's a fuck Vicky Vale reference there, buddy. Batman can fuck Lois, too. You want to get nuts? Okay. Let's get nuts! <laughs> <laughs> but I like the idea of Henry Cavill coming back as Batman. Now, he also has to finish off uh, Witcher 2. He hasn't finished filming it. So we're still going to be a long ways away from him coming back as Superman in any kind of... You mean he's playing all, all 360 hours of that game? Yeah. Yeah. He's gone crazy. <laughs> he actually loves Witcher 3, by the way. Yeah, which is the reason why he, he got turned on You know, when he, he we're played We're not talking the about game, his sexual preferences. So much. Oh, right. Well, yeah. To the role. Yeah. Turned on to the role. Right. That would have been... He turned that, on I thought that was getting seat. really weird. He turned on his PC... And bought it from Steam. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this might tell you. So I tell you one uh, one other thing. This guy wants to play a certain Green Lantern. Michael Jordan. Michael Ja White. No. Otherwise, you know him from. Spawn. I don't know him from anywhere. <laughs> Spawn. No, it wasn't. Uh, um, no, he was Spawn. Michael J. White. Yeah, Michael was. J. White was no, actually it, Spawn. That other guy. Who am I thinking of? No, 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 no. The animated Spawn was Keith David, who was who's who's in Saints Row, and you know Captain Anderson in Mass Effect. Michael J. White was the movie, like the actual CGI yes. movie of Spawn. He wasn't. He was the one with the. He played Spawn in the movie with John Luguiziano, right? Barry was up. Oh yes, Guamo. Yeah. Leguizamo. But he was also a bronze, ti- uh, bronze Tiger, I believe, in Arrow. Yeah, he played with John. <laughs> and then uh, him in Undisputed is, is a great... That's a great series that yeah. he was in. He's 
and uh, what was it? Um, Universal Soldier. He he played in that too. Yeah, uh, that was a good series for him. There's a lot of movies, like a lot of gems with Michael J. White that he's done that you need to just, you know, once you watch him, you can go and appreciate for the athletic ability that he brings to the table. I saw him in uh, uh, Dark Knight, Arrow. Love, I liked him as Bron Steiger. So. Yeah, he, he was in Dark Knight. No, he was one of the gangsters. He's no stranger to superheroes. This is my point. And the reason why he says he wants to be Jon Stewart is not just... So he can get on The Daily Show? Not that John Stewart. Oh. Um, this is the green. Say I'm getting them wrong all over the place today. Uh, but it's because the fans say they want him to play it. That's the whole reason why he wants to do it because the fans want it. All right. Well, he's gonna have to shave the uh, goatee off if he wants to be like the pitcher on the right. Well, like the pitcher, but oh, there's other John no Stewart's with uh, goatees, and I imagine that may have been fake anyway. You never know. Um, Hollywood's a mysterious him, place. Him as him as the Green Lantern would actually be a uh, a, a one up to Green Lantern in general because you have someone with pure athletic ability and martial arts ability in order to pull off some of the stuff without CGI input. Yeah, he's, he he's supposed to be a really good martial artist, right? Yeah, he's a very he's a very uh, very good martial artist. Well, especially but, um, all the movies that he's been in, he's got had to have gotten a lot of special training. Uh, there's there's a lot of movies that you can actually highlight. You would actually appreciate that. Keanu Reeves would still be him. That'd be a good. That'd be a good versus, though. Sure. Uh, uh, no. John, uh, honestly, Keanu Reeves probably win. But moving on here in the news, we do have a different cut that people want to see. Which he is Kung Fu. the Ayer cut. <laughs> David Ayer, for those that don't know, was the director of Suicide Squad. Not Ooh. to be confused with The Suicide Squad, the reboot with, uh, reboot with James Gunn, not Kevin Gunn. And... <laughs> I can't wait. I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually done. waiting for the email. I'm waiting for the email Every from time. Kevin Gunn to see if he'll actually... Do yeah. a little like no. toasty no. reference on, on the podcast. That would be awesome. Now, I like your dream world, but nah, probably not. But I pulled off. I tell you one I pulled thing. Off different things, man. This guy's dream has gotten squashed as well, David Ayer, because David Ayer says that his version of the Suicide of Suicide Squad was not a comedy. Okay. <laughs> No, he said it was actually a drama, and it was supposed to be a, a layered, complex, methodical, you know, the first uh, act of the movie was just a very, you know, straightforward, uh, you know, first act. It was not supposed to be something as comical as it was. However, the leadership at the time were shell-shocked by Batman vs. Superman, and they saw the success of Deadpool, so they said, hey... You're making this comedy, and that's yeah, what happened. You can't do that. You can't do that with with DC material. You can't because it, it the tone of DC is always going to be darker, yeah. and it needs to stay that way. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially with just these two pictures right here uh, that we see of Joker, Jared Leto Joker. Now, in this, he says right here that Jared Leto's Joker was terrifying. Harley Quinn was complex. 
there were scenes with incredible acting between Jared and Margot. So that is something that, Ooh. really, this is why there was an uptick with uh, hashtag release the air cut on social media because people kind of want to see this, man. You see the trailer, and this is what he was uh, responding to was, tell us the story here, Mr. Ayer. And the tone of the trailer was deemed too dark. His first act was a normally constructed film. The name of the... It's called The Suicide Squad. And you want it cuddly and fun? Really? Okay, I'm sorry. I'll shut up. You know what I mean? The I'm sorry, I should be like the Teletubbies. There's, there's, what are we going to call I it? I know you're sitting Death on a murder kill. There, Steve. I know you're sitting Stabby on a Stabby stab. Time there, like, really? But okay. Can, can you butt cuddly. wiggle off the, off the soapbox? No, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm He's fine. fine on the soapbox. I'm fine. Um, I'm fine up here on my little soapbox. But even looking at the two differences between the Joker, you see how one just looks completely psychotic. And the other one looks like he's about to ask you to take a drink of something you probably shouldn't. Yeah. Like, um... I haven't seen any different I don't think I'm missing anything. So, I mean, I, I, I didn't make it through Suicide Squad. I fell asleep. Now, the air cut, if it's going to be an actual dark, compelling com- uh, comedy, um, a dark, compelling drama, I might actually stay awake for that one, and it might actually rethink how I saw that movie. And I think Snyder Cut is really the only way that somebody would get this done now. Because I think HBO saw the benefit to all the people saying, show me that movie, I want to see that in some form, and they kept that in mind. So now maybe we can see a diff- an air cut of the Suicide Squad. Katarina, Katko Google, joining in. <laughs> So, Katarina, we talked already talked about the fuzzy dark side. Mm-hmm. And now we're talking about David Ayer's Suicide Squad. Did you see that story? David Ayer said his Suicide Squad was not supposed to be a comedy. With a name like Suicide Squad. And, uh, they actually said that certain cuts were too dark. With a name. I know that there was like 12 cuts or something like that. He has some kind of insane amount of footage on this movie, and a lot of characters have some backstories that never got to, and stuff like that. Someone, sneak in there, steal it, give it to the rest of us. Barely got to see what he could do. He was wasted. That whole movie was wasted anyway. Yeah. I mean, I just... Suicide Squad is for wet work. I mean, and honestly, even, like, I'm sure you can see the screen here, the differences between the Joker pictures right here, to where you can see the one which is from the original trailer looking more terrifying and Joker was supposed to be more that to where maybe that's why Jared Leto was so butthurt about his Joker but no you guys didn't see like ah pussy sit down (laughs) no that was a moron producer who thinks he knows everything we may have been unjustifiably shitting on Jared Leto well, I mean, you see, you see in the trailers, you see his performance as Doctor Morbius. So, like, you you know he has the chops to do it. Yes, and that's why I'm. I mean, honestly, I'm not surprised that. Yeah, some execs said, "No, nah, you know what? We got to play it safe." Batman vs Superman did not hit well. Deadpool 
we need more Deadpool. We need more comedy superheroes. You guys need to be more like that. You got Harley Quinn. I've seen the animated series. She's funny. You know, and they didn't really yeah, get the just tone. because Joker is in the movie doesn't that's mean the you same, make it a comedy. That's the same guy who says Art. it's funny and doesn't get the joke. He just says it's funny because he's seen people laugh. And first off, yeah, look, they're yep. laughing. In the money thea- in my pocket. See that? In All the those theatrical, laughs are money. Give me. In the theatrical cut, Joker only had like five minutes in the movie. Huh. Huh. And Ben Affleck had even less know. than that as a Batman. Like there was nothing. So, yeah, there was nothing. I kind of want to see. I I'm, I want let the man speak. Yeah, we're all for free reach, free speech here, man. Free reach and free speech. Free reach <laughs> for that free speech. <laughs> and you know, the Suicide Squad with James Gunn is still going on, so we'll have to see that filming is done for that one. Like I said earlier, with Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. So Kevin can't direct that one, bro. No, not yet. No. Um, but I'm still very interested to see how, if this gets the treatment that Zack Snyder's did. Um, I, I, I won't think so to the point where, because like everybody enjoys the works that Zack Snyder does. So everybody, I mean, everybody. <laughs> everybody, everybody, because I've seen a lot of people shitting on Zack Snyder saying he's going to fuck this up. The only thing they liked was 300 and Dawn of the Dead. Everything else was shit. People have been shitting on him. I want to give the man room to breathe and, you know, give him the his due process. Yeah, but pe- people, shit, people shit on Kevin Smith when he first, like, started. And then, look. They still shit on Kevin already, like, Smith. Yeah, but they <laughs> do it out of love. <laughs> Not all. Some are just James downright. You need that to was stop. actually a funny movie. No, I know a fr- I, one of my close, goddamn dear friends, uh, Garrett Favor, Black Market Movies, used to absolutely love Kevin Smith. Now, absolutely hates him. He thinks <laughs> every movie he has done has been shit recently, and Collapse I love them. So good. I didn't watch Yoga Hosers or Tusks, so I'm a little bit, you know. Okay. Yoga Hosers, Tusks, Vulgar. I mean, those are like. Although between... people love Red State. They do love Red State. I like but, all those you know, movies. Yeah, yeah. During that time, he was also doing a lot more television, so it kind of yeah, like exactly. messed up his his mind. Well, he was doing a lot of Supergirl and a lot of Flash recently, and you know, Flash Girl. He did uh, Arrow as well. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. So he 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 dabbled. So pretty much what we're saying is, Kevin, call us. <laughs> we'll buy you a Beyond Burger. Oh my God. And a white claw. I don't know. Um, so we move on to the next bit of news, which is, I believe, good news. J.K. Simmons, the man that we all know and love as J. Jonah Jameson from the San Raimi Spider-Man series, is contractually obligated to do multiple Spider-Man movies. Okay. Him as J. Jonah Jameson is... He's the perfect person for it. Oh, yeah. They could not have found a better person. Fans lost their mind when they saw him pop up on the screen in Far From Home in the end credit scene. I know I did. And then you instantly re- remember why you hate J.J. And he's like, <laughs> Peter Parker's Spider-Man! And you're like, God <laughs> damn it, J.J. Just when I was happy you were back. Ooh. So do, do you see some of his movies? He's got a couple dark movies that are really good. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Like he he has a couple serious roles where he's scary. Like, and he scary was also dude. he was also Tien in, in uh, uh, Legend of Korra. He was the 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 master Airbender in that series. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Ang. He was the father son? figure. No, that was that was Korra. Yeah, Ang's son. Yes, Ang's son. Yes, the Avatar's yes. son. There's a, what's what's the movie where he's a drum teacher? Uh, he's a like a music teacher. Um, and he was oh, a very good Catholic because he had like four kids. He was repopulating that air air temple, man. All right. Well, we'll have to pay some. That's not quite a lot, but I kind of like that for a title for the podcast: repopulating the air temple. Okay. Repopulating. Yeah, we'll go with it. Yeah, he's, he's also like really in shape for for an older man too. Like he actually is. There's some there's some movies recently where he's actually pretty built. I gotta tell uh, you, first first there, came out on Oz. That was like crazy. And he's been in everything. He's got one of those faces. But I'll tell you what one thing that absolutely everybody remembers him from: farmers' commercial insurance. The oh farmers yeah, insurance. Yes. I remember it. Farmers, I, I see it now. Farmers, ah, yep. We've seen a few things. Bum, yeah. bum, 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 bum. Like everybody remembers the farmer's guy. <laughs> if anything else, you know him from that. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I'm down for him to come into multiple Spider Man movies. Now, that does not mean that he is going to be in on the third Spider Man movie. Now, he did say that he's down if Marvel wants him in there, but I'm guessing this is more of like a Sony contract. To where he is happy that he's one of you know the originals from the Raimi Spider-Man series that got to you know keep going with it, but you well, know when you do it good, you do it good. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure Marvel realizes the nostalgia in him being JJ that they yeah. already have him in post production on on uh, Morbius, so okay, <laughs> well that's good then. I mean, especially if he's going to be in on that, he's. Obviously, that is also considered a Spider-Man film, though. So you have Morbius, and I think they're rumoring Kraven the Hunter, and as well as the Sinister Six, maybe a Spider-Verse movie. We may see multiple versions of J.J. very, you know, in the future. Imagine JJ, multiple versions of J.J. in the Spider-Verse movie. Like, you have the old Daily Bugle J.J. meeting, like, the internet troll version JJ, and you have almost that popular meme of the Spider-Man, but it's all JJ pointing at each other. I'd really appreciate that. Would be a good meme. I mean, give me it. Like that's an origin story I would like to see. Like with all these mutants and stuff like that floating around. Like what else did he see? You know, when he was growing up, that would be a good story to kick off. Well, you know what, man? It's really funny that you mentioned mutants. Because uh, I got a story here about mutants, which is Wolverine. The man that everybody knows and loves. He may not love you because he's a little bit, I don't know, um, ornery. But Wolverine is, uh, and we'll just stick with this one. This is the main reason why I got the uh, article because I really love that fan art of Keanu Reeves' Wolverine. But Wolverine is going to be suiting up when he debuts in the MCU for the reboot. According to sources close to We Got This Covered, Wolfie will be wearing his iconic comic book suit in the MCU reboot version. Now, according to We Got This Covered, Marvel knows that Wolverine's involvement and Hugh Jackman's successor are key talking points on this reboot. 
So, to differentiate the character, they're giving fans the costume they've wanted on the big screen for over 20 years. So, I really see that as... I see that as a big bucket of wind. A little mask hat thing with big... The big yellow and black. Even the more classic, kind of like brown and yellow. Give me Wolverine. Now, Logan director also confirmed that Hugh Jackman has never worn the Wolverine costume. So, this is really the MCU's way of... Maybe the first time you see Wolverine, you don't even see his face. You just see him in the costume for, like, maybe the first, I don't know, appearance and maybe half of a movie. You don't see his face. He's just the Wolverine. He's, you know, this (coughs) wild animal that you're chasing. And then he just, you stumble into, you know, all these mutants. I think there's a real kind of, like, I think you have to work on the script a little bit before Hollywood's going to pick up on it. Maybe, maybe. They already have this one written, so... Although, trust trust in the Feige. Trust in the Feige. Feige has a plan for the MCU, and I think this being a key point in Wolverine. Yes, you need that iconic suit. That was my main thing when I saw the X-Men stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. you got him on the, you know, the le- in the leather jumpsuit, but that's not the yellow and black suit, man. That's not like the animated wonder, series. I wonder if they're going to give him the yellow, or the, the black... Uh, Ears too, like the yeah. mask with the. I haven't seen that yet, but that'd be and cool. But I mean, also, man, I would not mind a Weapon X movie to where you go through. And Weapon X was not just Wolverine. Weapon X was mainly like the secret society that were doing all of those fucked up experiments and controlling governments and shit. So I want to see Weapon X, man. I want to see a, a movie on all that because they did experiments on Deadpool. Keanu Reeves would be a great Wolverine. Weapon X. I think Keanu Reeves could do anything. Well, we were talking Wait, about this in the chat. He is tall. He is, he is too tall. Make a better saber tooth because of his yeah. height. <laughs> yeah, but but what's yes. his face? A, a Rob Snyder. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, what what was the uh, who's the guy that played a saber tooth in um, his movie? A <laughs> What's the guy's name? Who played, who played Sabretooth in the last one? It's something Keith. Uh, um, Leap Shriver. Shriver. Yeah, Liv Shriver. Yeah. Yep. I think he did a really good job playing him. Yeah, he did. What was that? Uh, Origins or no? Um, that was Origins with the bad Deadpool. Yes. Yeah. Bad Deadpool, good Sabretooth. God, I feel like I'm commanding yes. dogs. Bad Deadpool, good Sabretooth. Wasn't he good in boy. one of the... Bad Link. He can't hear you, so that's okay. Wasn't he in the first X-Men 2? Leif Shriver? No, he didn't. So he was in the first... He was in the... He was actually in three of the X-Men. like the character, but not but not the actor. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I remember Sabretooth all throughout those the movies. And honestly, really, 3 was just the shitty one. It was kind of the curse mm-hmm. up until, you know... Maybe that's why Half-Life doesn't make a third? God, uh, man. That, the, what does that say for Spider-Man? The original Sabretooth, his name was Tyler Maine. I thought his name was uh, Robert Paulson. No. His, his name, name was Robert Paulson. Name was Robert Paulson. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler Maine was also in Halloween 2, Troy, Halloween 1. Uh, a bunch of videos. Does Ray Park still do stuff? Maybe He's him? actually doing the Darth Maul CGI stuff right now. He walks oh, okay. his dog every morning. So, I mean, that's technically doing stuff, too. 
Matt, could you no, lift but he your was head for one in the X-Men movie, so maybe he could do... Um, <laughs> I think he could do a Wolverine. You know what, man? I like Taron. Taron Anderton from um, uh, Kingsman. Kingsman, yes. Like, I, like we were talking in the chat, yes, he's a little bit too tall, but he's a lot shorter than Keanu Reeves, and I think that he could really donk the hell out of that. Another re- another name. Keanu Reeves. Another name. Easier to pull off. I gotta tell you, man. And it is six foot two. Daniel Radcliffe. I really. Well, Daniel Radcliffe is five foot two. Wolverine is actually taller than him. Fuck that! Yeah, you go you would, shorter. Give him some fucking stilettos or some shit. You would need to. Wolverine's a classy bitch now. You would need to forward. feed him like meat for like two years to get him like enough buff <laughs> to play him. Look, no, man, just Robert Pattinson Batman. Bale, he ain't near the as bald as Batfleck was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Might as well just use uh, Zach Galifianakis. That's fine. He's about the right height. Although jo- uh, Jonah so, Hill oh, take is to Rob Schneider, not such a crazy choice. Right? You know, I actually was thinking about that. I'm like, Rob Schneider is actually not a bad choice because really in the replace was it? What was it? The, the animal? Uh, not the animal. Ah! Uh, what was the other movie where he was? Uh, uh, they played baseball. Uh, Waterboy? Funny movie. Uh, the bench oh, warmers. Bench warmers, bench- yeah. Oh, he right, was actually kind of warmers. in shape in that movie. I was like, really wondering how yeah, you he was can in do shape it in that movie translated to Wolverine. 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see him now. He's not, he's not in shape Listen, anymore. You act like gyms don't exist. <laughs> they Kat, do there's exist, only so but... much you can do in a gym, all he's, right? If Rob Steiner's let it go, he's not going to He's kind of hairy. I don't know. I'm not ruling it out. <laughs> Rob Schneider, I offended you here. Remember, remember. As, as Arnold, Marvel, if you're say, listening, <laughs> man, pull some strings, Gary. Pull some strings. You got this. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I don't know, saying. man. I, whoever Marvel is going to pick, it's going to be a good choice. Yeah. Recently, yeah. they have had good casting. I'm still not sold on Mark Ruffalo, but everybody else seems okay. Oh. I actually liked um, Eric Bana. Bana? Bana. Yeah, Eric, Eric Bana. As the character, wasn't not, not the green neon Hulk. Yeah. No? no. He, wasn't, he wasn't a good Hulk. Yeah, it wasn't even insurance would go it was away. Um, he'd get angry, turn green, it'd go hard. Well, I'll tell you, one. Every, everything was green for the, like, the, the, the three years of like 99 to 2003 because of the Matrix. So. Yeah. 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 Now, we have one game that's dipping into the Matrix later, but one thing that people are going to feel pretty happy about is Kingdom Hearts TV show reportedly coming to Disney+. Plus. Well, and they'll still need a TV show to explain the the ether of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, yeah but the best Hulk was, was uh, Ed Norton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you think they could put Hulk in this game? They probably could because it is a Disney property. Now, now that he now that he's owned by they, Disney, yes, he could be a hidden character. You should play this for hours and see if you can even get Ed from accounting. I mean, Thor from accounting. yeah, yeah. Um, Kingdom, now, Hearts, Kingdom Hearts is such a good game. Wait, so, how tall is Ed Norton? He's really um, tall. He's actually You're still I searching he's for tall. Wolverine. He's like, I think he's like <laughs> six. Over, I think Ed Norton is. I mean, six, I forget yeah. it. Dismissed. If you see him in American History X, I mean, he, he can. Well, of he course, cowers. that movie is also yeah. 15, 20 years old. Of. Yeah, but he's still because he was just in that one with all those personalities. He was still pretty buff in that. What yeah, about well, Jake Gyllenhaal? Fight Club. He looked. 
tiny compared to Meatloaf. Are you are you confusing Ed Norton with James McAvoy, who was in Split? Yes. I don't even know who that is. Now, uh, also... Um, McAvoy, who was Professor X, was in Split. Do you know who they actually are rumoring okay, to be okay. Professor X in the MCU? Hmm. He was in Breaking Bad. He... Yes. Helmed yes. the Dark Saber in the recent season of The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey. Gina Carlo. Um, Gina Carano? Yes. Gina mm-hmm. Carano. What's his last name? Uh, Carlo Esposito? Yes. Ep- Esposito. <laughs> Thank God we have you, Katarina. Completely <laughs> wrong, but if we say it with confidence, it's okay. We all know hey, I I can't pronounce names. I am unable. I, I heard <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Kelly has almost has a fucking billboard campaign out saying Matt Man can't <laughs> pronounce names, and we all know especially this. yeah especially, especially Japanese. Japanese yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The old man, Mr. Wilman, also subtly did a hint like, you know, I got a Rosetta Stone j- for Japanese. I'm like, oh, really? Interesting. <laughs> you know, maybe we could pronounce their names correctly. It'll literally Go be like Wang, and he'll be like, uh, uh, uh Ra- Ra- Ron? I'm like, yeah, there's, Rang. there's no Rang. R in there, dude. <laughs> lice, you plick. It's a, the W's are R's, right? <laughs> God, man, back to Kingdom Hearts, though. Uh, according to a few entertainment uh, it industry all ends with Kingdom journalists, Hearts being Japanese, anyway. They've, the entertainment journalists started posting on Twitter and reporting that Disney's uh, was originally going to make the show themselves, but it fell onto Square Enix to build the pilot themselves. And what else would they use but the Unreal Engine? So they made the pilot of their show in the Unreal Engine, so obviously it's not going to be live action. No? No, I wouldn't expect it to be. It's going to be animated. It's going to be animated. It's going to be CG. But they did also say that they are currently casting and that the original voice actors are to reprise their roles of Jim Cumming, Bill Farmer, and Antonio Anselmo. And uh, Disney originally was going to make a show after the original game dropped back in 2002, but it got canceled due to being a vastly different, quote-unquote, interpretation of the game's story. Okay. So, I I I am not a Kingdom Hearts... I haven't played it. I'm not a big Kingdom Hearts fan. I know people who really live and bleed Kingdom Hearts. But, you know, I mean, I appreciate... How you're taking all of Disney's properties and putting it into a game. It's a nice idea. It's the closest you've gotten to a good Disney game. You didn't like what was Mouse that Mickey Mouse is, one? Uh, the paintbrush one? You didn't like the Mickey Mouse's you Remember that? It came out on Wii? Paint? No, Ducktales video game paint? is actually really good. Yes, it was. Fair what enough. Aladdin? You didn't like but, Aladdin? All right, Kelly. What came out after that that was good? Aladdin. Cat- Aladdin. Castle of Illusion. Illusion. Of course, the supercomputer pipes up. All right, <laughs> calm down, cyborg. <laughs> That's later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's already fitting in so well. Uh, <laughs> 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 Tell you one other person that's fitting in well. That's this next story: Sonic 
The Hedgehog 2 officially announced. Like, anybody's really surprised that the Blue Hedgehog would be coming back. But uh, I got to tell you, man, as soon as I saw this article, I immediately saw another one that said, fans want Dwayne The Rock Johnson to voice Knuckles, and they want the... uh, uh, the Chaos Emeralds to be uh, you know announced into this, and I think that would be a really good plot point for you know yeah the second movie start to great. introduce that shit, especially with Knuckles. I mean, obviously they already teased Tails, so maybe Knuckles is three like they did with the games. Yeah, which would make I can sense. See that. But also one thing Variety confirmed is that. The actors from the first one, Ben Schwartz, Jim Carrey, and James Marsden, are going to be reprising their roles in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. All right. Alrighty then. And what the hell is behind you, old man? (laughs) Anyway. Of course, I keep you on the big screen for that one. So, how do I make it big? I need to see that. How do I make it big? We don't we don't discuss that on the podcast, Kelly. That's private room talk. As Katarina said, that's later. <laughs> yes. So, Paramount Pictures describes this next movie based on the global blockbuster video game franchise from Sega. Sonic the Hedgehog tells the story of the world's speediest hedgehog as he embraces his new home on Earth. In this live-action adventure comedy, Sonic and his new best friend Tom team up to defeat, uh, defend the planet from the evil genius Dr. Robotnik and his plan for world domination. I don't remember Tom from the video game. Uh, Tom, was he, he was in the background character. Yeah, yeah. Tom. It, well, okay. originally he was actually a flower. Oh. And they, they, you know, kind of. Changed and let me it guess. A, bit. a producer got involved. Yeah. Tom needs a bigger part because I got a nephew. Yeah, and or Tom became part. James Marsden. Okay. Well, whatever. The cop who also helps Sonic uh, on his quest against Dr. Robotnik. And uh, their family-friendly film was also starring Taika Sumter and Ben Schwartz as the voice of Sonic. (laughs) So, we'll have to see, man. I I, I like to think that this one could be good. It could be. And uh, onwards and upwards... (laughs) So, this one is the bit of good and a bit of bad news. Hideo Kojima gave us an update on a new game he plans to release. However, um, it's not all good news. The good news is that Hideo says um, to a Japanese outlet called Live Door, he reveals that he's in the early planning stages of his new game, and he is actively working on it, so... We only have about 50,000 hours of dialogue for him to film, and then the game will be ready. Ooh, great. So, we have that to look forward to. Now, the only thing is, is he has secured funding on the project, but it's not all good news for him, because unfortunately he... Could be another delivery game? Well, no, that that game is way too early, he said, for him to give any information on. But he did say that a major project was canceled recently, and that it got it has him pretty pissed. And you know that's the game industry for you. But a lot of fans are speculating that the game that got canceled was the Silent Hill. 
game that everybody was looking forward to for Hideo. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. So, we'll have to see. Maybe Silent Hill's the other way. Maybe he's just starting on that one. Although, it's kind of hard to go... Because he also said he was uh, had a plan to work on uh, another game with Norman Reedus. Huh. He's got plans all over the place. The man's cryptic as fuck until he wants you to know anything. So, you kind of have to just wait. The fact that he was even telling anybody anything about what he was doing is actually impressive. But, you know, we'll have to see. I mean, Death Stranding is now in the black. They have recouped all their development costs, so it's officially a success for Kojima. And old man's having fun with his backgrounds again. Yes, I am. Switch it there, and uh, I'm interested to see where Kojima goes. Hopefully it's uh, something as gripping as a story as Metal Gear Solid 3 was, but not as long as Sons of Liberty. Yeah, I, I still haven't really finished Sons of Liberty, and it's been 15 years. That's you're a really long You're game. not. You're that That's almost Assassin's Creed long. Almost. Yeah, no, you're, you're just not going to finish it at that point. But one thing... That, that is, is strange, but you know what else is strange? Life is strange. Yeah, it is. Sorry, Life, is strange. Life is strange. Life is strange. Kelly trying to sneak in on my action here. <laughs> trying to steal my sauce with the segues. <laughs> <laughs> Stealing the Segway sauce, title of the podcast. So, Life is Strange developer is opening a new studio. All right. Uh, the new develop the In developer the of a pandemic, nonetheless. Yeah, That's brave developer. Don't nod entertainment is enter is yeah. Don't nod. If you nod, then that's something completely they don't want you to do. Um, but Don't Nod is opening a new studio in North America, which is going to be in Montreal, Canada. According to Don't Nod, the second branch will complete their original team based in Paris, continuing uh, this that this studio will allow them to be closer to their main audience. And they are currently... Uh, the Don't Nod, the main studios, are working on their next game, Tell Me Why, which is focused on the pair of twins, one of whom is transgender, and is ske- it is scheduled to release uh, three episodes throughout 2020, so it is coming. But this new studio, this new studio, is going to be working on something different, something new. Okay, so something right. exciting coming out of their camp. Don't not, especially with Life is Strange, they took that Telltale style game. And they really made it their own because yeah, like, they the took first it in different direction. The first Life is Strange was fantastic. Oh yeah, and it was great. And they, there is something there for this narrative-driven game that it can be cell shaded, it could be fucking black and white for all you want. Look at the Return of the Ur- Oberdin. It was made like a DOS game, and people loved it. These narrative-driven story games have a real place for these niche gamers that really just want to be wowed by an amazing story. And this is one that i got to imagine there's going to be good stuff coming out of this studio. So we'll have to find out about the Twins. We know twins I've only played well. the first season of like the first series of the uh, Life is Strange game. I'm, I'm waiting to go... Um, Season they had, two. They had that free to play uh, version. Of, it was like a knockoff. Uh, they the offered kid, the first chapter for free. For yeah, a while on Steam yeah. They, they always do to the first try and get you. To, what was the one where they thought it was? It, it was the kid that uh, was like a superhero, and they offered the whole thing for free. I forget what the fuck that was called, but that came out of that studio as well. 
That was from Life mm. is Strange. Could be um, Life is Strange too. Okay. But we'll never know. It's gone forever. Not this one, because Outriders. This game, you know who made this game. Don't people do. can fly. People can fly Ooh. is the people who brought you Bulletstorm. They brought you uh, Gears of War Judgment and the original Gears of War. Okay. So it's that kind of, you know, shooter. It's a third-person shooter. And it's mixed with RPG elements. Kind of like almost like the inventory system reminds you of uh, Destiny because it is a looter-shooter. Um, but it's getting you in this world and the real cool part is their world tier system. We'll get into a little bit more of this. They're showing you off the world here. Uh, little mission they have showing off the Pyromancer. This guy wants you to go get some shit. And there's three, four different classes. However, they only have three announced. You have your Pyromancer, which we're going to see in this trailer. Uh, the Trickster, which is more of a time manipulator. And the Devastator, which is Earth-based. And the fourth one is undisclosed at this time. Essentially, human uh, humans colonize uh, the planet Enoch, and an energy storm causes the colonizers and the planet inhabitants to gain superpowers. That's cool. And these fuckers have hit that energy storm button way too many times, so that's yeah. why they're like that. Now... <laughs> Lots of different difficulty types with the world tier system to where you'll see this little bar underneath the main experience bar. That little bar is your difficulty meter to where every time you die, that meter will drop. So Ooh. you can't go to an increased difficulty if you can't not die. You can't hack it. And you see, a lot of the gameplay here, IGN... They got a, a, a brief peek at, you know, a couple of the different uh, classes for it and some play styles. They got two different missions, and they were a little bit worried with this, which, f coming from Bulletstorm developer, yeah, I can see this. Because it's not going to be a completely polished game if they don't learn from their mistakes like they did with the last ones. You have to have different kinds of objective bases, especially with a good third-person shooter. It's not just enough to solely depend on loot in a looter shooter. You have to have other dynamics in like there. Like a story. But the guy reviewing it was also <laughs> saying that it was completely fun playing it with the powers and the the guns and all the different action and explosions that happens and how fun it is. He wants more depth. And he didn't see that in the little demo they showed. So I'm really hoping that they really bring this out because Outriders is coming out later this year. Hopefully it was just a little teaser to get your taste wet. Obviously, one thing that's big in the PC uh, community is uh, the UI customization. So they realize that some players are going to want more on their screen than other players. So you're going to be able to customize how much. If you see the damage popping up, like in Borderlands, if you see their health bar. If you don't want to see anything, and you just want to see your guns and how much ammo you have, you have complete control of the UI, which is really cool. Okay. And then there's, you know, you can only have three powers open at a time, but there is a skill tree, an in-depth skill tree of different powers with your class. So especially with four different classes, there is that replayability here, especially if you get some good DLC. You see this badass super monster here coming out as kind of like a mini-boss. 
So I really, I'm really liking Outriders, and I'm thinking there's a lot here that people could really sink their teeth into, especially with this world tier system, giving you a lot more. Um, you'll get if you're in a higher world tier, you'll get better gear. Mm-hmm. Here it is. So if you're in like world tier, uh, you know, six, you're going to get better gear than in world tier one. And you're going to have a lot more harder uh, enemies to battle in that world tier. You're also probably, if you're in the higher world tiers, are going to have more of a, uh, you know, your armor is going to be precise to how you play, and everything's going to be more refined. So they're giving you that replayability in this in difficulty, in loot, and if they just have a diverse amount of objectives and things to go by, another thing about this is that they're not jamming the story down your throat. Mm-hmm. They're just letting you go at it at your own pace. So I really think this could be a a real, you know, uh, a sleeper that nobody's really expecting in this horrible year that we're having with the quarantine and everything going on. But I think this is one that could really start dominating on the streams and a lot of people could find a lot of happy times. Killing and mowing down everybody. So happy times are here again. Yeah, and then they're saying the different... uh, Here they're pointing out all the different perks you get from going up to the higher difficulty tiers. So Mm -hmm. you're going to be getting a higher level weapon than what you actually are. Hmm. Different incentives to keep punishing yourself. I see. Because, you know, masochists now need a reason... Yeah. yeah, that's so well, it's right up your it's right up your alley. Look, what no masochist said is, yeah, but I need a reason. They're saying here's it's a up, reason. It's up my alley because I'm Irish. That's yeah, because you like games that are so hard. You just and this part's really cool because they said anything that you unlock, if you like with you with ESO, sometimes you're like whatever, I don't care. You yeah. can go back and read everything if you really oh, care. Okay, yeah, probably. That's a nice feature to like. You could just, I just want to, I just want to kill shit, man. You can some go back and look at everything. What was that? Some people, some people hate cutscenes. That's yeah. his problem with fucking Death Stranding. He made <laughs> breakfast and the cutscene was still going after he ate it. Who? <laughs> Who? Your brother? Yeah. He was playing Death Stranding, made and ate breakfast, and the same cutscene was still going. I'm sorry, idiot. Hideo, that is way too long, bro. Stop watching Quentin Tarantino movies. If if the cutscenes for your video game are longer than all three Godfathers, <laughs> maybe you need to cut it back. We really could have done without the third one. Cut a third of that fucking shit off! Please! If you can... If you, if you can watch the Lord of the Rings series and still be in a cutscene, then it's a little too long. (laughs) I'm going to play a Hideo Kojima game. I'm going to turn it on. Now I'm going to go watch the entire. You can watch the entire MCU film history catalog up to date. (laughs) Turned into. No. Throw a couple Batmans in there. You're good. What's his face? Uh, you, You could be a redneck. Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah, <laughs> your cutscene might be too long if you made a souffle and ate it. <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy is now working into video games with his comedy material. So I didn't know that. 
Yeah, I'm really liking this one, man. A lot of combat, a lot of action, a lot of fun. And especially when I was watching uh, IGN play as the Devastator, you can impale people with earth spikes and just real devastating Ooh. stuff. If you're an up-close person and you like to get the enemy off base, you're probably going to want to go towards the Trickster because he's more of the time manipulation and he can get in and get to the enemies real quick. So a lot of different play styles in here and we still don't know the actual fourth one, uh, the fourth class. Ooh. So keep an eye out for out, Outrider later on this year, and uh, we'll have to see because that one may be something that everybody's talking about. Like uh, these people hope they're going to be. Marvel's Avengers will feature superheroes with disabilities. So. Okay. Everybody knows we have a podcast called uh, Ed from Accounting, where we first uh, talked about this, and uh, the big brother here was not very happy with this Thor. Or Iron Man looks like Iron Man in that picture. And Captain America, yeah. A little bit. And Hulk, you know, Black Widow. It's hard to do the Hulk wrong. He's a big... Big green guy. Green, muscly guy, so like... If you screw the Hulk up, I'm really going to wonder. Yeah. So, here is your disabled superhero right here. Marvel's Avengers, uh, in their newly po- uh, published Yeah, I've never post. had a superhero in a wheelchair before. Crystal Dynamics. Ew! Wow, you're really reaching there. She should have been bald, too. Wow. You could have called her Professor Y. <laughs> I knew you were Why? Why? I knew you were just going to cut Her wheels could be just little wise. She is an inhuman, disabled, sir. What's her power? It doesn't say, but clearly that is not telepathy. That's something, you know, hand magic. Okay. Professor Xavier. Or Y Xavier. Professor Y Xavier. You (laughs) You don't even know if she has a college degree. You don't even know if she graduated high school. What if she was a dropout? Professor Javier. Looks like she's wearing some chucks to me. She was in the district finals, and some bitch crossed her up, and then she broke her ankles, and now she can't walk. It was a basketball injury. Nah, she didn't break her ankles. She's wearing chucks. (laughs) But it's their ongoing effort. still got to shoot the ball six to eight inches to the left. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) It's an ongoing effort to increase representation and accessibility awareness in its projects. They confirmed that the inclusion... Of this is Cirrus, a member of handicap ramps are law. What do you mean accessibility awareness? We well, have you know, laws for. Ex- I'm sorry, you got to be aware of it. So, it, inhuman. She is an inhuman who is also bound to a wheelchair. Brand new character made just for this game, and it is set for release September fourth of I this see a year. Superhero with ID. Now, here's the thing: is that uh, Cirrus. I'd like to see a Prater Willie superhero. Come on, who's with me? So, accessibility Am specialist Sherry Thompson provided oh, early that. feedback with this, and you could take an arrow to the knee but still be an adventurer. Swear she kind of has that kind of thing. So our goal is to normalize representation within our game world by reflecting diversity in the real world, which is also where Marvel stood. In their original comics, they were for diversity. Iron Man was yeah. an alcoholic. In the comics, in there the real were life for a while. Yeah, there were problems. There was <laughs> real life. It wasn't Star City. It was New York. It was you know L.A. It was you know 
Kansas. It was real places and real people. So this is right along the lines of Marvel, and I do expect it. And I'm still really looking forward to this game in the discount bin. Yeah, like free. I, I'll look for it on the free either PlayStation Plus or mm-hmm. Xbox Games for Gold. Yeah, or maybe. whenever you buy it on Steam. But eventually, I do Star plan Wars. on playing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. I mean, eventually, I plan on playing it. Somehow. Really, Maverick? Yeah, man. So Project Maverick, we talked about this. It was leaked Is out on. Who's going to be involved? No, but. Oh. Uh, we talked and about this a while ago. It took a sour turn. It leaked out onto the PlayStation <laughs> Store, and it was just this image of, you know, a... Here it is. It was just this image. You have a little, uh, you know, Star Destroyer. Maybe it... Maybe Vader's planet of Mustafar. It may be, you know, just a fucking volcano. We don't know. That was the image that we saw, and it was Project Maverick. Now... Rumor is, is that as early as tomorrow, we could be getting an actual official reveal by EA Motive on what Project Maverick is. Now, people don't think it's going to be a big budget game, but we may see, it may end up being like a Rogue Squadron reboot. Maybe a mobile game. Well, it's going to be something console. And I think I'm thinking they're mainly going like, maybe like X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, Mm. some kind of space combat. Um, kind of looks kind like of shooter. it from the pictures. Yeah, it's like a star destroyer there, especially and with being destroyed. the title Maverick. Very, you know, starfighter, jet fighter kind of focus. So I'm kind of thinking this is going to be a starfighter game. Now I'm also okay with it. Yeah. So another Star Wars game is a good game. That's my own, that's my philosophy. I agree. Yeah, I'll take that. You know, even if Rogue Squadron. Oh man, you I remember you saying you loved Rogue Squadron. Rose Squadron was the shit on the GameCube. It would be great if you were the pilot, but you had have like force powers. A little bit, of, just, just, just like a little bit of like. They did have nudge. a game that, that way. It was just called like, Jedi Starfighter. Nudge yeah. or, they should. Well, they should. That's a so great can, feature. They should add that back. Just do that, but just right nudge there. him right into the side of the wall. A nudging, maybe like a little electricity, short out there, whatever. I think that's a little bit of uh, traffic transference there. <laughs> but one thing that isn't transference is this heartwarming story here, man. I saw this one before the podcast. I absolutely had to add it in here because Guinness Book of World Records ain't wrong. The Grandma Gamer. Uh, Hamako Mori suck it. <laughs> A.K.A. the Grandma Gamer. There we go with the Japanese butchery again. <laughs> Fuck you, I got that right. <laughs> um, she, I'm hooked on phonics. Eh? Phonics hooked on me. <laughs> so, the Grandma Gamer is the yes. oldest gamer on YouTube. Look at phonics. According to Guinness Book of World Records, the oldest gamer on YouTube. Junior. So... The thing that you got to take from this is that she has over 250,000 subscribers, and wow. she isn't what you would call a casual gamer. Her channel, you'll find this 90-year-old playing Resident Evil 3 Remake, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, Borderlands 3, Days Gone, and by far her favorite game, Grand Theft Auto 5, where okay. she plays a bunch. 
bunch of it. And I went down here, and I was watching her play the Resident Evil. She's good. Like she, she has a she, very serious look on her face. Oh yeah, and she she's is, serious stuff. Yeah, but she's, she's really old, impressive. So, like her face always looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Let me yeah, see how you the how good you Irish look. She didn't like that joke. Let's see how you Now, literally, the years. title of your Twitchy Wilson was My Friends Are Better Than Me. Let's see how good you're playing at 90, Twitchy. Let's see how good you do. I'll still be getting dubs, son. No. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be playing Warzone. Oh, yes. And then there's some kind of like battle between the two of you. And here we go. I want to get a little <laughs> video of her fucking somebody oh, up here. PvP. But, I mean, it's impressive, man. You have 250,000 people subscribing to her, and she just wants more old people to game. Well, she thinks it's enough, good. Numbers are, of old people are dwindling recently for some reason. Yeah. And it maybe, gives you purpose, maybe man. old people should play Forza Horizon 4 or Forza, and then they'd be better at driving. Damn. They Maybe. wouldn't be sick if they just stayed home and played video games. You know what I we mean? We would all be better if Look, everyone just stayed home. Not represent me. <laughs> Look, man, are you going so to give up on life? Direct him towards the other yep. person. Look, if, are you over going there? to give up on life when you still have to beat that one level? No, no and you're I'm going only, to beat I'm that only. motherfucking level before you give up on life. It's giving you drive. Well, that is a point. Like, you know what? I really was going to phone it in today, but you know what? I really got to get to that next level in ESO. My God, I know the perfect power I'm going to buy. She really wants to make sure this guy's dead. <laughs> like, she's Granny, like, Granny, stab you a couple times. Granny, like she's, style. they're dead. They're dead. Calm they're down, not. Grandma. She's, she's got to make sure she's with woman, stabby, stabby. a woman after your own heart when you were trying yeah. to go pacifist the other day. Yeah, I was. It wasn't working out for me, so I had to kill everyone. So, I'm always in game. In game. Yeah, yeah, in game. Yeah, no. No bodies racking up outside the house yet. Just wait. No, that's that's too much effort on my part. So, end of the podcast, I always like to send you off with a nice feel good story. And a 90 year old gamer, it does not get much, uh, you know, more feel good than that. Yeah. No, that that is awesome. And I hope I I can still have the hand eye coordination to do that when I'm. 90 years old. Well, you know what, man? Do face exercises and stretches every day. You'll be fine. Now, one thing I did find here was I had an idea for an end segment here. And I found it very interesting as we were talking last week in the chat of last week's What If. What if what sci-fi uh, or sci fantasy weapon would you want if it was real? And then I also thought, and it came up in conversation, of what robot or android would you want can I pick the if it was real? <laughs> I mean, you really can because it is in the list. So I think they have the T100s, uh, T, uh, yeah, T800s and the T1000s down here. So this is just for a little reference here. Um, but I thought, kids, what if? You could have an android or a robot. What one would you have and why? Uh, is there caveats to that? If they're fully programmable? <sighs> to fit your needs? 
I mean, like the HK bot from uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic. Yes, you'd be able to reprogram him to not be as murdery towards you if as you want. Murdery. Okay, so so with that being the caveat, Ed two hundred nine. I would take Ed two hundred nine, put him outside of uh, out front of my house, and if anybody wants to step on my property, they have fifteen seconds to comply. Okay, it's a little bit mur- more murdery than I thought. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was. Oh, baby. I kind of like, I don't know, I kind of like Katarina with her immediate choice, which was Rosie from uh, the Jetsons. Oh, yeah. But then again, you got kids and you just want a free maid, so you're not any better. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not wrong. However, she is sassy and adorable, and I love her, which is why I also, um, like, I would also accept Data or K2SO. Oh, yeah, Data. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Data on would the, be a good on, one. I I did think about nod, that. On the non-murder scale, I would choose Kit, as I alluded to in the chat, because <laughs> what's sentient, That's and true. he can drive himself really fucking fast. Yeah, but Katarina, um, Katarina already got you on that one, man, because she said Transformer. Yeah. I All asked right. if Transformers would be okay. And if we are in, oh, I'm allowing that, because I'm surprised no one has said the beer robot from Fallout 4. There's a uh, mission where you went and you got a robot. Yeah, All it did true. was give you ice cold beer. You That's know what? it. That's its hey. only function. Stay at home. Have a beer. I gotta tell That's you. It. Hello, Charlie. That robot, have, is, that robot is my spirit animal. <laughs> so, I have a question. Sure. Now, you said sci-fi. Does, did Mega Man, would Mega Man count as one? Yes. Okay. I would assume if Rosie counts as one that you can, you Look, can have Kelly, Mega Man. Mega Man well, he is wasn't, real. He was my second choice. He was my second choice. My first choice was Marvin. Uh, the paranoid android. Just because he would make me... I would. I would. I, would, I don't know. He's I, too much of a downer all the time. Yeah. I know, but then it would you'd be able to like try to cheer him up all the time. and He's very witty. I mean, regardless yeah, he is. of... He is. He has very witty jokes. He just voiced by the perfect Alan Rickman. Now you yes. guys are missing the obvious elephant in the room, or which two G two. Yeah, obviously. No. On the caveat that I can understand what he says, my man R two <laughs> would be right here in and this fucking living room. Comes with a lightsaber. He understand what he One, says, he has jets. You know what? We would learn to understand each other, Miss Downer up there, Katarina. <laughs> We would learn. We would learn, okay? And he's from a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I'm sure he's gotten the update. Mm. It's got to be some Maybe kind of galactic I update. Maybe I also support now. that version. Everyone say hi to my little redhead. Hi, hi baby. Hi, baby. Charlie. Hello, Charlie. Charlie. Well, Charlie's making a chocolate factory for Charlie's Twitchy. like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> I also, I did mention in the chat, um, let me see if I can find that. It was the Waffle Bot from Harold and, uh, a very Harold and Kumar Christmas. Uh, Okay. Okay. I don't think I saw that. I mean, who wouldn't want waffles? And of course, uh, old man already mentioned Johnny Five in the chat. Yeah, hey, yeah, laser lips. Your mother was a, a snowblower. A bit too disobedient and sassy for me. That's yeah. why R2, 
He's disobedient, but it's only because he has like another mess of uh, prime directive from the princess or some shit, you know? R2 or BB-8, I really think I think they would get a lot of shit done around the house and they would be very enjoyable to have around. Nice protocol droid. Yeah. <laughs> C3PO, my god. I would take him everywhere. Come on, man. Charlie Charlie I think Data is closer to C3PO than any other of the ones that were named. You know what? Yeah, I'm for Data. Fun. I'm going to stick with that. <laughs> now, if I could combine the two. Charlie is uh, really speaking her mind. <laughs> well, Charlie, I agree with you 100%. And uh, <laughs> I would even go Wally. Because that little guy had personality. I want a robot with flair. Yeah. You know, a little bit of personality. Because I think, you know, if they're just a robot that's completely following everything that you say, that's going to be, you know, it's too much. You could also have uh, Robot Molly Cyrus from Family Guy. Mm. One of the fembots. Yeah, I know Mark said in the chat last week, fembot. He would have gone with the Austin Powers fembot. As a weapon, yeah. Although, I mean, still... T eight hundred or the T one thousand, man. They kind of see it. Still seem like a good you one. You can reprogram it. Do whatever. Although data, data is a bad, especially if you go for like He's, the data with the, the emotion is, chip. Data would just it was like my third like a, having a friend. Yeah, it'd just know. be a guy who hangs around your house. Yeah, but he doesn't eat. And you know, he was he he's versed in many ways of learning because Yar was definitely making use of him. Uh, yeah. Yep. I mean, the guy made two androids, even though his brother was a little bit murdery, but still, you know, still pretty cool. Yeah, Charlie got big. And, uh, you know, I mean, uh, there's a lot of different choices that you could pick for this. Um, I really think that even. The Fallout bot? The Mr. Yeah. What was it? Mr. Watts? Uh, or, uh, what was the name of the, the floating, uh, murdery droid in Fallout? Um,. The one with all the Bye arms. Guys. It's right. Uh, it's right there on the screen. It was a second ago. No, it's not. That's not that one. That's from a movie. Oh, that's from. But no, the Fallout one from Fallout Four. Your um, your bot that had all the arms and wanted to kill you all the time. Good night, bot. Good night. Hey, good night. A little floating ball. With yeah, the it's eye. an iBot. iBot. One of those would be nice because they were helpful. Yeah, Mr. Handy. Or just, you know, uh, what do you need, sir? You know what? Dang, I'd like a nice sir. Mr. Handy around here. You know what I mean? Defend the place. I'm God sticking with that. Clean the place. You wouldn't need to do anything. Dishes, done, yeah. trash, out. All Lord your chores. Vacuums. Vacuumed, sweeped, the toilets cleaned, showers done. All you yeah. need to do, put the laundry in the front room, or put the groceries in the front room. The fucking robot will put everything away. Probably even making a robot. Did you see uh, did you see the Roomba that actually cuts your grass now? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Still not as good as Mr. Handy from Fallout. I want that and floating. And he can off. also cut the grass. That's my that's my final answer, man. I want the Fallout. Yeah, the Fallout Mr. floating Handy. Mr. Handy. I want that one. So, Katarina, Optimus Prime or Megatron? Alita One. Okay. She picked Roomba. <laughs> but. I'm uh, I'm like I mean even the Transformers that's pretty handy but where are you gonna put them? 
your friend is going to be sitting out on the fucking, you know, on the drive in the middle of the street. I'm you can sure drive him. you a house that's big enough for the both of you. You can drive him. He's a transformer. Okay, Ooh. but even still, you go home, you go to sleep. He's sitting out in front of your house. It's kind of like a guarding you. Being. Okay, Kelly. Like a boss. <laughs> guarding you like a boss. All right. all right, fair enough. Kelly wins. So, all right. But uh, what was his name? The fast. I don't one. hear that often. Uh, so I'm Backlash, Whiplash. Uh, I don't know. There was a fast Transformer that would have been good. There was a lot of them. Um, but also, <sighs> Kelly, what's your what's your final pick there? Um, I actually like what the other two were kind of funny, Marvin, and uh, and the uh, Mega Man. Uh, I was probably going to go with Data. Uh, that was going to okay. be my that was my third choice. And he clap could trap. probably build you a starship with work. Clap, clap trap again was another funny one. Clap, clap trap, trap yeah, clap trap. Although he had he had more corny jokes than me. <laughs> yeah, he does. And that's, yeah, but that's he has has gazillions and gazillions of guns. True. He didn't Which he would have be able to protect guns. He would be able to protect your house in this state of the world today. Claptrap so, didn't do shit to protect anybody. Andy. The motherfucker <laughs> sent you on quest to find his antenna. The caveat is reprogramming, motherfucker. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. That's in here. <laughs> program a Mr. Handy. Yeah, you don't because you know Mr. What? Handy himself, Mr. Handy's like automatically going to protect the estate. If you're not supposed to be you know here, he's going to state. zap you with a laser. You know General, I'll have really to send robot? you. I'll have to send you the videos of like the the making of Borderlands, which has like claptrap in it. After you watch them, you will be a fan of the character. I'm telling you, man. Awesome. I'm I'm still sticking with Mr. Handy because not only will he vaporize you into a little pile of ash, he will clean up your pile of ash. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. That's he great. Does yeah, have but that laser thing that's for using your carbon of, footprint uh, for sure. Grime. You know what I mean? I see. He it will probably put you handy. in the compost heap as well. Yeah, whatever. It's called the circle of life, Chris. It's called a tree. <laughs> you know, who, so, you know but Katarina's pick can actually transform into an RV. And then you can actually just live in it. Okay. You know who else uh, is another good robot that I completely forgot and just I remember I would, when we were talking about the other day. I thought of it and then I forgot until just now. Is the brother from Full Alchemist? He's oh, a, um, I don't think he would technically be a robot or an android because he's a soul bonded to armor. There's no electronics. I mean, unless you consider alchemy as like a different uh, multiverse version of science, which is what they did. But even still, you know what? On a technicality, I'll give you uh, Alphonse. Just because it's in that science fantasy kind of realm. And we, we, you know... We, uh, We're all about inclusion. Right? We compromised for Katarina's uh, Green Lantern ring last week, so I'll allow that one, Alphonse Elric. That's a good pull, man. That's a good pull. So we got Transformers, we got Mr. Handy, a T-1000. Or Mr. Gutsy. And, old man, what is your final pick? Has he gone to sleep? 
I don't think he's there. What's your no, final? He's uh, he's daydreaming. He's googling. So let's. Yeah, yeah. you're the only oh, person no, I, I call the old daughter. man. <laughs> my daughter's like, in, you know, they they like to interrupt when I'm on when they see my headsets and they and they know I can't hear them. So yeah. So um, what what is your what is your final pick? Um, final pick is still gonna be Kit. Okay. It's still gonna be Kit. Just because it's Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney. <laughs> yeah. Fair yes. enough. Fair enough. You got to stick He's with Mr. Feeney. Although, if it was Kit as Mr. Like Mr. Feeney, not Kit, but still in that Kit car, I think that would be better. Because then you if would you have Mr. Feeney. You'd have Feeney, that life was amazing. experience and stuff. It's, it, well, it's not hard. It's the same voice actor. He would come I know. In the same actor, but you'd but get in you the car and like, you'd be like, no, Eric. Hello, <laughs> hello, Stephen. How was your day? Well, Stephen, this is, and then you just have a nice long conversation with Mister Feeney. I, I don't know if I want to have a conversation with my car. I don't think I don't think okay. I need that. We're almost there. <laughs> we are almost there, but we can keep away from it. So you just, we got a bunch of good Put polls here for our end segment. What if you could have a sci-fi robot or android? Which and why? If you have a different idea that we did not pull from, make sure you comment. And mention below, one thing you'd also do is go over here to pjwh.com and you could go to uh, the contact us, leave us your name, your message, and uh, who you would pick. Do you have something luggy and nutty that you want to put on our Lug Nuts podcast? Let us know what happened. Do you have a build like our Iron Kelly with his Jeep Wrangler? Let us know. Send us pictures. We'll have you on just like we did him. He was a great conversation. Really did a lot of work onto his Jeep. And it's uh, still running as far as I know. As far as you know. Still, still running. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Update from Iron Kelly so out in the field is that the Wrangler, the uh, Flyers Wrangler, is still running. Excellent. So my we have that update. That luggy and nutty update. But, as always, this is a long now goodbye. And we started <laughs> off with the thank yous. We start off by thanking Kelly, Kelly Collins, Matt Kennedy, and Moy Robinson for liking Lugnuts Podcast 127, Mustard Mobile to v, a BMW Vibrator. We also thank Julia Ribeiro, John Conseco, and William Pace, and Rachel King, Mark Dravace for liking last week's Triforce Podcast, number 126, AI Overlord Dan. And of course, we thank our man, Frank Percy, and Garrett Faber for liking Let's Play with your Perjangers, Elder Scrolls Online, Graymore, Parts 1 and 2. We had a lot of fun with Frank on there, and uh, Garrett obviously does black market movies over on YouTube. Check him out. He does a bunch of reviews, uh, reviews on movies Review, that they like. Review-mies. Review-mies. I made another word! Wow. So... Thank yous out of the way. We want you to pop on over here to PJWH. Find the best and funniest moment from the podcast right here, as well as all of our other podcasts and uh, Let's Plays. Lots of stuff coming up on the Facebook with the Twitchy Wilson Show with our Iron Kelly, as well as Matthew Kennedy with the So-So Gamer and the, uh, or the Not-So-Good Gamer and the So-So Gamer Facebook group. We uh, also want you to check out our Let's Plays every Saturday, Lug Nuts every Sunday, and Triforce Podcast every Monday. As I always promise, this is a long, drawn-out goodbye. I'm Matthew Bukerell, the Matt Man. To my left is Stephen Bukerell, Big Brother. In the quarantine box, we have our Iron 
Karen Kelly as well as ah, Katarina. Oh my God. Go Google. <laughs> and one Christopher Bristow, the old Who's man. He's not really paying attention. I'm sorry. He's, he's already just, napping. He's searching internet right yes. now. He's moving <laughs> on to the next. He's, he's got <laughs> for joining us. Chris has got to be alone now. <laughs> Goodbye. It takes a while to search, okay? It takes a while to search. Okay. I understand. So, as I promised, this is a long, drawn-out goodbye. We love you. We miss you. We want to see you next week right here at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Facebook page of PJ and WH. And, as always, game on, Walljangers! We'll see you then. Bye-bye! <laughs> Kelly has almost has a fucking billboard campaign out saying, Batman can't <laughs> pronounce names. And we all know. Especially, especially, especially Japanese. Japanese. Yeah. Especially Japanese. <laughs> the old man, Mr. Wilman, also subtly did a hint like, you know, I got a Rosetta Stone for Japanese. I'm like, oh, really? Interesting. You know? <laughs> you know, it's, it's really great that people just can just know that they can log on to Purge Angers and Wall Hangers Sunday, uh, every Sunday night they'll find Lug Nuts every Monday night they'll find Triforce and Saturdays yep. now they have Let's Play With Your Purge Angers and it's all upbeat nothing dour, no hate all great content to let you help escape yeah, we like that I don't say <laughs> we're doing it live we have a new cat <laughs> Close enough. No, Chris, talent. he loves conflict. He loves it. Yes. Really? Right? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Chris is all Just about loves stabby, stabby, you know. <laughs> 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 Place to hide the bodies. <laughs> yeah. Damn, he found me out. <laughs> you gotta be it. Well, I knew about the bodies. I just didn't care. I'm moving oh, you, and I'm gonna be rough. Oh, the seas are rough right now. Oh, it's a rough sea day at Perjackers. That's, that's not a rough sea day. That's a rough seizure. <laughs> <laughs> I clicked on Republic. <clears throat> right now? Oh, so we're playing right now? Yeah, we're, we're going to do it live from the studio. Another... We're going to do the news <laughs> and play a game. As if that's not distracting. It's Let's Play with your Triforce. (laughs) And she's got 250,000 subscribers on YouTube. That is an awesome feat. It's amazing. I know. You just flip it and catch it in the air. No, not the the Daedra Tag. (laughs) He's not talking about that. I mean, that is impressive. Don't get me wrong. Bye. Bye. Shutting Thanks for liking the podcast, Mom. Shutting it off. Shutting it off. Oh, oh my man. gosh. Oh, God. Oh, oh, man. No. I got to tell you. <laughs> that, was a, that was a really you good podcast. You need to yeah. do that next week. Just randomly do it. See you later. Bye-bye. Right here, they're going to click subscribe. Right above your head in the quarantine box, they're going to find all of the Triforce podcasts, all 56 of them. And right above my head, they're going to find the very best podcast for you. As our main man, Connor, says, One punch! And as Charlie said, (laughs) Bye!